0: Hello! Hey, that's me. And welcome to the last video this company will ever make. (laughs) (laughs) Our sponsors are- do we have sponsors? No. What do we say last time? When there's no sponsors? Day day five, season two comes out August 6th. So that's our sponsor for today. Oh. We've been doing experimental podcasts. Yeah. Where last week we did a one-on-one with Mr. Gavin Free. I sat down with Gavin. And then this week- You caught me off guard. Beloved personality. I've been
1: coming up with excuses for six years, <laughs> and you finally caught me off guard, and I was like, ah.
0: What was it? What was what? What was it that made it work? Just you weren't paying attention? I just wasn't paying attention. I didn't make, like, a specific play nah, or anything you texted, like that? No,
1: you texted me something nice, and I said thanks, and then I, and then I, like, I said affirmative to something else in the conversation, and I didn't realize you had snuck a
0: podcast ask in there yeah, as well. Man. Yeah. And then I felt like I can't say no i, 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 I had you on a roll yes. of responses its yeah. like you were responding think one thing after another yeah. and then just went in for the kill broke my streak <laughs> what well, had to end at some point right I guess well you I mean you would be been on off topic you have your own podcast not very often what's that I try not to be on it very often why ah
1: okay I like so I uh I, I like to uh I don't I I, fucking, I don't like to listen to me I don't know why anybody else would but uh I I I don't not enough shit happens from week to week in my life to talk about on a podcast.
0: No, it is you have to build up a lot of life and experience.
1: If yeah. I'm recording for 15 hours a week in fucking Let's Plays anyway, whatever whatever small thing happens to me at a fucking fast food restaurant or when I get my dick stuck in something, whatever, uh, I've already covered it like two or three times by the right. time the podcast comes out. So I just like I just feel like I'm taking up space when I'm on a podcast two or three weeks in a row. So I try to do it like every 3 to 5 weeks.
0: That's it, three to five weeks. That's my goal. Yeah, build something the up. The off-topic podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like. Uh, and then I have a new rule too, because that fucking podcast goes for like a year and a half. What is the like deal a stamina with
0: that? thing? You should watch. Have you ever seen the crew after you guys finish that podcast? No, they look fucking miserable.
1: Yeah, well, fucking miserable. I look miserable about an hour and forty-five minutes in. So I have a new rule where as soon as I'm out of juice. Like, I'm bored, or, like, I run out of stuff to say, or, like, I just have hit the Michael wall, or whatever it is. <laughs> I just, I just eject. And I'm just like, all right, I'm bored. I walk in, and I just walk out, mid-podcast.
0: I noticed that last week, because I came in with the cheddar biscuits, and you were there, and then I came back later to get another one, and you were, like, long gone.
1: Yeah, no, I went back to my office to, to answer emails. Call it
0: Irish Exit. Is that how you do it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like, I, uh, I literally go, all right, I'm bored now, and then I leave. No, that's, the Irish Exit is where you're at a party, and you're like, I've done enough here. My job here <laughs> is done, and then you just scoot. You take the whiskey and you go. you like Skirmoochee. <laughs> You're just like, I'm, I'm done. You don't tell anybody. It's actually a lot of people kind of prefer it to make an Irish exit. I'm sure it's racist, but Irish people are white, so it's fine. Yeah. They're, those are my people. You're probably part Irish, right? So you mm. can say it. I'm probably part Irish. Yeah, I am definitely. My dad's side, I'm like almost entirely Irish. I was gonna go to uh, Notre Dame my whole life, and then got in and we couldn't afford it, so came to UT. It's just like how I'm from Alabama, so I can say stuff like, Redneck, please. <laughs> Nobody can say no. So the other thing too what I was thinking about is that we have also we worked together to twelve hours a day? in the early we're going, years. We're going back. In the early years, maybe 18 hours.
1: Seven AM to two A. M. 2 a. m. every day. Yeah. Three or four. Well, maybe not every day, but probably five days a week.
0: Yeah. It is entirely possible, and you might be the only person in my life who's like this. It is entirely possible that I have had every conversation with you. Yes. Like, every possible... You think con- I stopped coming on the fucking podcast? I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we have had every possible conversation at this yeah. point. Yeah. If we were married, we would have to get divorced oh,
1: just because we would just be out. It'd be that, like, old couple that just sits and, <sighs> like, fucking... A, we eats, just do this. dinner at Golden Corral and just has fucking
0: nothing to say. What used to be like the newspaper at yeah. breakfast, and that's all you'd get. Well, I did actually last week, I did say something that I didn't know was new information. <laughs> so I started talking about it. I started talking about the post show, and it kind of blew up. And listen, before we t- we talk about this, hey, hold, um, hold, hold on just a second. Shut up! There you go. Fuck. <laughs> no I love it. Respect around here. We should have him on to. Patrol the podcast more often. I'd yell at those people. Like one time, I fucking blew my voice out yelling at those fuckers. It's just—it's disgusting. What could possibly
1: lack be of respect? What's so fucking the a? What's so funny? What's so goddamn important over by the fucking Funyuns that you gotta make all the noise in the world for?
0: Christ! But last week uh, on the post show, I talked. I, I made a reference to the time that Jack Patillo got fired. And so <laughs> the I want. First time he got fired, we like to say. Yeah, the first time he got fired. So. uh uh, Jack wanted to write a journal entry about it. I said, listen, we said it on the podcast. Why don't you come talk about the podcast? I, always, I think it's always weird to address something in a different format than it initially came up because then people just don't don't see it or whatever. Also, uh, can I uh, further preface this by saying this is such a non-event. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could, yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like for for some people it's gonna be probably new information, but for us this is nine years old. Yeah, counting. Yeah. It's like Jack is one of the most important people at the company. Created extra life, does all our charitable work. Obviously, a huge part of Achievement Hunter and starting that, kissing your ass here a little bit. Thank you. But it's like we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't bring up something and joke about it if there was actually a problem. But there was a problem way, way, way back, and it was when Achievement Hunter very first started.
1: Best hugger and rooster teeth. I want to throw that in as well.
2: <laughs> Are you? Uh, according uh, to good, uh, good. What, not Fibbage, what game is that? we play? I don't know, yes. You're a nice guy. According to that. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, I like your wife better than you. I'm just gonna I, throw that out there. She's I totally not. understand. Everybody does. 100% yeah. understand that. Yeah, this is something- um, And you're dead. Bernie, Bernie, you thought this was like kind of out there already. I think less than 10 people know the the story behind this.
0: But we we talk about like your porn career and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I that mean I talked all, about
2: going to LA. Never said we why. We just never talked about why you went to LA.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, do you do you just want to? Because there's like a f- okay. fucking people are talking about it. You're getting hit up on social, right? It's annoying you. Yeah, yeah. So, this is so far in the past I, for you. I, yeah, I, please I, I, don't I, let us steal your thunder. Please tell us the story about the. Okay, time so, you so I was, I was sitting us.
2: at my desk yesterday, and all of a sudden, my Twitter started <laughs> blowing up, and it was like, uh, "Hey, what, like, how come you got fired? How do you almost destroy Rooster Teeth?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then I had to figure out what happened, and then I traced it back to Bernie talking about me getting Bernie's fired. Big
1: dumb mouth. Yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, so what happened about that? We're about. What a, less than a year into Achievement Hunter, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it was new. Four or five months in. Oh yeah, I'd say closer to like nine months in. But anyway, you um, say whatever you want. We, you we were. I was working for. on Achievement Hunter stuff. It was just Jeff and I at that point, and um, we had been working with with uh, companies out there, and uh, we had received like for one of the one of the earliest times ever, we received some stuff. Probably early. one of the first times ever. Yeah, we yeah. we got early access to some software to some software. And uh, It was on a piece of hardware that I had in my possession and so um, at that point I was still working at home every now and then i would bring up to the office kind of back and forth Well, I'd like to point out This was a time in Achievement Hunter where
1: we all shared computers and you and I would have to wait until people were done producing red versus blue or GameStop commercials or whatever it was, like this was a very much Achievement Hunter was a nights and weekends type production. And we would literally have to borrow computers when other people weren't using them. Like it was yeah. a time when everybody in the company didn't have a computer. We had production computers. Yeah. I think and so
2: I was using Matt's machine.
1: Initially. It was yeah. oftentimes easier for you to go home and film at home at your setup there than to ask Nathan, please don't animate that thing <laughs> for episode 92 yeah. because Jack needs to make a guide in Dead Space. I want
0: to jump in here a little bit. So ahead. there was a discussion. This piece of hardware was going to change locations. And it wasn't a, an actual discussion. And this is where I was part of it, and I was like, I wasn't super happy about it, but I was like, okay, go ahead and let's change locations for this piece of hardware. Yeah,
2: yeah. and so, um, yeah, and I should point out too, this was like literally, it was the main five, Nathan and me. That was it. There were, there were seven of us in that office at that point. That was pre-Brandon, pre-Monty. When you say main
0: five, you mean Joel or Jason? That was Joel. Uh, that was Joel. Hey, yeah. Joel. Was Joel? I, I was okay.
2: there when Jason was there. Um, so uh, anyway, so I had it with me in my, in my car. And uh, I actually went and saw a movie that night what was the movie uh, yeah police the movie was the darkest movie I've ever seen in my life I can't remember what it was <laughs> um I honestly forget what. It, was, it was something it was something at the, at the draft house downtown yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and are you'
0: I, getting anxiety even talking about that I yeah. get anxiety talking about that. It.
2: and yeah. so uh, and so anyway uh towards the end of the movie my father starts calling me and I'm like that's weird okay and uh, and then he keeps calling over and over again so I, I grab my phone and go out and he's like hey the police are next to your car um, you need to get over there right now. I'm like, oh, God. And so I leave, I I like run up the street, and uh, sure enough, the driver's side window of my car had been shattered, and the bag that had the hardware in it was not there anymore. Right. And uh, and that was just like... That's a piece of new information for me, by the way.
0: I didn't know it was in a bag.
2: Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, anyway... And so my heart's sinking. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, because I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not an employee of Rooster Teeth at this point. I'm just like part time, like just doing contract work. Yeah. I, I was not full time at all or anything. Um, and so I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? And I think I called Bernie first. You called Bernie was in a
1: movie. I was at, I can tell you, I was at Milk. Bernie okay. and I think Gavin and Griffin were seeing a movie together
0: because Gavin was here for was with, the with summer. me. My buddy Ross. It was really weird. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Gavin was here for the summer. So I remember yeah. making two, maybe three. That's how calls. it came up, by the way, because we were referencing when Gav was here for the summer, and he said that
2: was the time Jack got fired, or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. So. And so, uh, anyway, so I, I called, I called Jeff, and I called Bernie. I don't know, I I, f- I forget the order. You got me. And I remember I said what had happened, and you were like, "Are you kidding me? Like you thought I was a joke?" And then I said I wasn't, and I could hear, I could hear your face drop.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: um, and then I remember it was it was cold. It was winter, because it was freezing cold, and I was driving home with no driver's side window, just like shaking with like, "Oh my god." What have I done? And uh, and then I called then I think you told me to call Bernie and I called Bernie and then same deal And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. And then uh, I think I called you back I forget I forget the the sort of chain of it is blurry there and then um, I basically got home and I was like, well Fuck all right. I I don't think I'll ever work for Rooster Teeth and so uh, yeah, and then that's where you guys would step in, because at this point, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do, because uh, I had I pretty much, I, knew, I mean, I, like, it, it was it was well, bad.
1: We embarked on a month-long adventure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Gavin would actually like to tell the sure,
0: story of, like, I lived in dumpsters trying to find this thing. We, we, pawn shops and, and cops, constantly calling the cops. Kicking it, going into, like, drug dens. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, yep. it was like kicking down doors, and and like I was I was hitting up up eBay, and I was hitting
2: up like Craigslisting if anything popped up. And we went to
1: every pawn shop in Austin. Yep.
0: Well, obviously this was a big deal, right? And it Very was big at deal. the time. We, yeah, yeah, no, it's still a big deal. Still I mean, good. like we yeah. like it, I can say I'm going to say first of all that the, like the way we handle this stuff now is you know it's we're a big company, we have better procedures for those kinds of things, way better security. It was just a collection of things that we that we did wrong. You know what I mean? And oh, the absolutely. thing that I you know. the thing that I really focused on you was stopping with it in the car. When we had such a big discussion, but that's where, that's where you and I kind of fell off. And, uh, the hard part for me was having to call the developer, you know, and tell them that this had happened. And it's like a month before this piece of software comes out. And it's like, I mean, you could pretty much write, like, we knew that it was going to be, like, headlines or this thing was going to get leaked and, you know, or something like that. And we, like, scoured piracy sites for, uh, like, 30 days. It was, like, all we did for a month is we just— company shut down. We just beat ourselves up about this. Nothing ever happened even yeah. even the developer to their credit was like this kind of stuff happens don't, Yeah, they didn't
1: they were they I don't I want to say they didn't give a shit No, but they were like, oh, thanks. for letting us know. Yeah, we, we were this this
0: is something we deal with It was one of those things with such a small company where I was on the phone I remember everyone was around me and like waiting, you know, because they couldn't hear it and I hung up I was like, I guess we're okay, you know, <laughs> it's it, you know, they're not you know, they're not furious with us um, And gonna throw us out of the bus, you know for this this thing so uh yeah, it was—then uh, it was 30 days, the 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 software came out, nothing ever came of it, but we still didn't talk about it because we just felt like fucking idiots about it and felt terrible about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that yeah.
2: was that was the darkest time in my life. Like, because, I, I mean, th- thankfully, thank God nothing happened, but it's like, oh, I could have been responsible for incredibly horrible, horrible things. It was like, well— I'm never going to work for Rooster Teeth, and so I moved to Los Angeles. And I was like, all right, well, this, you know, that, I'm not going to be able to get a job there, and that was the only company I want to work for in Austin. I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and leave and see what I can do in L.A. Started your porn career. And I started my porn career, and uh, that that started going okay. <laughs> and then uh, I was just on the side. I started doing other stuff. I started doing, like, uh, I made a map that uh, that Jeff spotted, and uh, you got a hold of me. And I was very, very shocking.
0: So. Well, yeah, we had talked about it, too, where it was like, did we overreact? Because yeah. Yeah. all the people that were in the industry didn't like, and we're to telling us, it's like this kind of thing happens, police reports, all that stuff. You guys, you know, you, didn't do it crimes. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. didn't commit the crime. And I tell this to my kids too. It's like, JD, especially so rules oriented. And I said, look, dude, there's so many people that are trying to break the rules. Don't worry that like you're misinterpreting the rules and gonna get in yeah. trouble for doing something wrong. It's like, there are people who are actively like trying to break the rules. And that was us and it was a crime. And I think, you know, that's what brought me back around to center was I was like, here's this guy. It's like, yeah, he made a mistake, but it wasn't – you know, he was a victim of a crime. You know, it just yeah. happened to impact a lot of us as well. And I don't think we, – we, we never even had a conversation like, you're out of here or anything
2: like that. No, no. I, th- I think – honestly, Bernie, I think I talked to you that night. Yeah. I don't think I talked to you again for eight months. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last time I actually spoke to you until I was back in the office. Yeah. And so uh, – because I, I went out to L.A. – and I I was out there for almost six months, and then I drove back. And October of 2009 is when I started uh, helping out Joel's stuff and doing achievements, uh, achievmenter stuff. And then December 1st 2009 it was when you guys offered me full time. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it was that was basically from yeah, roughly m- like March April of 2009 until you know what I guess uh, September. They call was, it failing LA. forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we get we and get. So.
0: Like a lot of credit, your small company, and we're doing all this crazy stuff, and like, oh, look, at this, you know, Wild West, and you know, they're doing all the stuff that nobody else is doing, and it's crazy times, and we look at the back of that positively. But then it's like, there was stupid shit where we fucked up, and that was an instance where we fucked up, we fucked and up. That, that could have totally derailed us. Yeah, you know, that could have really totally derailed us. Honestly, I, it, as early as Achievement Hunter was, I was just I remember having conversations with you. Was like, dude, I think we both believe in the potential of this thing. I just don't know if it's worth it to, to risk everything else, you know, that we've done.
2: Yeah, and we just we've.
0: Had those conversations.
2: Yep. And so, uh, it was, it was super shitty. Yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah. it came down to. So, I'm, and, I mean,
0: listen, I'm sorry that I, like, randomly just brought it up. Oh, As no, no, we, it's okay. Know.
2: Like, honestly, this, this was one of those things where I was like, all right, I guess that will never be discussed. Because, I mean, it, it was a it was a very, in my, I mean, it was a hugely negative point in my life where I was like, oh, my God, I could have just tanked a bunch of my new friends. Because, I mean, at this point, I'd only been working with you guys less than a year, I would say. I mean, I started doing forced enjoyment. That was pre-achievement Hunter. Yeah. And that was, I pitched you guys some contract work. And he brought me in, and then that eventually, then you, then Jeff pitched the idea of Achievement Hunter to me, and that was... At Red House Pizza. Yeah, Red House Pizza's not there anymore, but that was, like, probably March or April of 2008 when he pitched me the idea, and we had it up and running in July 2008.
1: You're so much
0: better with dates than I am, I couldn't <laughs> even tell you the well, year. Well, it's a lot of it's documented in the first podcasts, right? Yeah, I, I guess, mean, so. it's like, because we launched the podcast... And we did some red versus blue PSAs to like get Achievement Hunter going. Yeah,
2: the the know? Achievables PSA. Well, that was yeah. the, that was the first piece of content we put on Achievement Hunter. That was the 27th of July 2008, and then 28th was the first when we put up Burnout Paradise, which is the first video, the first Achievement Hunter video. You
0: know what's crazy? It's and we'll, we should talk about this, Jeff, because I'm gonna talk about like the Rooster Channel versus the Achievement Hunter Channel. Sure. But it's like it's crazy to think one of the reasons why this was also a big deal is like this is like year seven or eight of the company. Uh, we to were Gavin was here because we were making season six, Se- seven, seven of RVB. He had, he was seven. directing season seven. So that would have been re Not reconstruction, recreation. But recreation. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it was like you know, we were trying to get other stuff going. It's like we had, we went for seven years with one show. Yeah, and it's like here we had this thing that we hit bleeds and had you know big potential, and it's like this misstep, and it's like oh fuck, are we just are we gonna be back to one show doing this thing?
2: Yeah, because yeah. the podcast was still in its infancy at that point. Too. And then Jeff deleted hundred videos. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then I, you got credit for it. Yeah, I got credit for it. For <laughs> it's always been me. All, yeah, yeah, that was because yeah. we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, the, I was in the room with you when you did it. YouTube,
1: to, to my credit, I helped YouTube change that. That's they, true. They fixed that after me.
2: Yeah, so that was that was Jeff basically he. Like so initial back in the day uh, uh, YouTube had all the list of all the uh, the most it was a hundred videos on your my videos channel a tab And there was a box where you could check it and like oh, I want to delete this video You hit the one above the one the delete top all. one the most recent one which selected everything and then just deleted everything And,
1: and this and was back in the days when I'm mean, we, we were we were at Oblanedo So it wasn't as bad like I, I think of our worst days being in the downtown office as far as At uh, the downtown office and before in terms of hours and exhaustion and work and like Like, living, like, I remember season six, Matt didn't go home, I think, for, like, three weeks. Yeah. He was just, like, living on the
0: sofa, and he smelled. And (laughs) uh, Remember what we started doing? Like, uh, season eight with Monty, we got a hotel room across the street. Yeah. just trade off, like, rotate through. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, but
1: I remember I was just exhausted and I just was tired and my brain just wasn't working. So I was so tired and I do, did that. Do you remember
2: what video you deleted that was like, oh, damn it? The Connectables video. Uh, it was the Connectables one. And I think it was the, uh, Rage Quits Impossible game. Yeah. That yeah, was, that was a million view video. You, del- yeah. you deleted a million view video. And at the time, that was, uh, you know, a unicorn. Oh, big deal. Yeah. So
0: I remember those um, early days of Achievement Hunter. It was like, we, we ran an experiment where you guys put, Achievement Hunter videos, because you guys could produce three videos a day. Mm-hmm. We ran the same problem when it, the no was RT News. All of a sudden you looked at our channel and it looked like that's all it was because it yeah. could produce so many videos. And I remember you guys did an experiment where if you put a video up on the Rushi channel, it got 80,000 views, I think. And if you put it on your own channel, it got 40,000 views. Just shows how like how much things have changed, uh, especially for Achievement Hunter in yeah. that time, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm very very happy to be here still. Thank you for uh, for uh, you Dude, know, giving me a for, second chance.
1: Thanks for making the shadow complex map, and sharing <laughs> it with me, because that's why you work here, Absolutely. and then uh, and thanks for saving all those kids from cancer.
2: You, you, yes! You, you <laughs> are
1: a hundred percent responsible. All those kids are alive because of you.
2: November 11th, this year, we're doing Extra Life again, and we're going for a million dollars. That's crazy, a million dollars. Anyway. How right. much
1: money have we raised for Extra Life, all total? You
2: know? uh, over three million. Jesus Christ! I think over the past uh, over the past what six times we've done it? Five five big ones, and then you and I did that one in six three six. Or we did that one in the achievement office back in the day. That was the very first one we did. Remember that twenty four hours we sat, yeah, and yeah. We, had to, we camped out. And we had yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think had we raised like twenty five thousand that day.
0: I heard so. I, I heard cool thing in regards to that. I don't know if that's public yet. Is it's it? not public yet. Okay. I always I always that's <laughs> a problem on the podcast. Yeah. I yeah. know about stuff. So, all right, cool. We'll yeah, yeah. Do, tune in for Extra Life. Jack, I'm also glad that it worked out.
1: Absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm very
2: happy. Thank you very much, Bernie, for Jack, uh, for you know bringing me back. And Jeff, thank you for uh, believing in me.
1: I love you with all my heart.
2: I love you too, Jeff. It's
1: been an absolute pleasure to work with you.
2: Oh, thank you very much. You're and my brother. I wish
1: you best of luck in the future.
2: All right. <laughs>
0: well, it was, it was good working here. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Dr- drive right home, Jack. Don't stop anywhere <laughs> just go straight home. I have to say though too is like it was a big deal. And I I want to defend the action of like letting people go or deciding you're not going to work with them anymore. You got to do that. You've got to if if people if if people make big mistakes, you've got to be able to do that. And it's like I think any company the bigger it gets, it actually gets really hard for people to to get fired. And it shouldn't be that hard, I don't think. So you know? you, you probably don't know this, but you
1: gave me uh what happened? People laugh back here. I got new it's information that, yeah uh, You gave me when when I worked at TeleNetwork. I was a man. I was a team leader. Yeah, you, you were the vice-president uh, I was struggling with my first fire I had to fire somebody and I was having a and I'm, I'm super empathic and I don't think a lot of people have dealt with that side of it It's hard. Yeah, and I was like I was asking you for tips and pointers uh, I had worked with this guy a lot to try to save him as an employee and in my head, it's like I'm taking I'm taking food out of his mouth. Yep. And I'm taking away his ability to pay his rent. Yep. And it's incredibly stressful. And just like and I feel as his manager that I failed. And and it makes me want to try over and over again. This is me at 27 years old, 26 years old. Yep. And I was really struggling with firing this kid. And uh and you and I asked you for tips, because I'd seen you fire a bunch of people. And uh and you told me something that I will never forget for the rest of my life, and you probably have no memory of doing this. You told me that uh uh, I gold. wasn't firing him. He was firing himself. Okay, and that if it got to where it was and I had f- done everything That was in the rule book, you know that i had gone down the checklist of things to do then I wasn't taking anything away from him He was making the decision himself, and I was just delivering the news essentially yeah, and uh, Totally changed my perspective fired so many people after that <laughs> and it totally fine. Probably he fired would, 25 people after he that. He went on a rampage. Yeah. And yeah, I was like I was like Dale Gribble in that episode of, uh, of uh, King of the Hill or they bring them in just to fire people. Get, get the hell
0: out. You're like Trump, basically. Yeah like are yeah. uh, press coordinators. What is that position that he just keeps rotating people through at this point? <laughs> White House it? spokesperson? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Or Well, there's a spokesperson,
1: then like the head of public relations or whatever. At what point do you think one of us will have that job? I think it was like
0: they go through enough people. It'll get to us well, there's only 330 million people in America so. <laughs> and he's gonna be like wait you're three <laughs> so <laughs> we'll find out. yeah, but it's like I also feel though about firing too is um, it's it's always super shitty um, but at the same time you're you're also doing them a favor like they're if they're bad in this job, there's nothing worse than being bad at the job and I think that's something that's like you and I especially Gus as well um, we worked in for a long time. We worked in careers that were not entertainment based or anything yes. so like literally every day We get to do this at least for me is I I have I hope maintain that perspective It's like just having this job where it's like I get to do what I want to do is a hobby that turned into a career You know that's never ever ever lost on me.
1: I don't think you know and there are, people will joke about the 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 Time when it looked like I wanted to kill myself every day and it looked so miserable being here, but Yeah, no, that's a perspective that I don't think I can ever lose. Because working at Tele Network with you guys was my second career. I was in the Army before that. That's true. For five years. And then I did five and a half years at T&I. Managing a tech support company that I didn't give a shit about I I no offense to that I just, tech support was not my passion well, let me ask you about that cuz you say that cuz
0: I have very fond memories of telling everybody. I have fond memories of hard jobs Hard job hard job. Yeah, it's not like I was
1: passionate about fixing people's computers Yeah, or managing other people fix people's computers, but I love the people I worked
0: with and we learned a, a jobs a job We learned a ton about business too. Learned a ton we, about business. Yeah, uh, the guy the guy who owned and ran the company uh, was unbelievably giving in yeah. terms of the, the the responsibility he would hand down to younger people. Mm-hmm. Like he had a lot of faith. We could, you know, identify people. I mean, he took one look at you was like, he's got a lot of tattoos. You know, he's an old school guy. But uh, yeah, I was very appreciative of that. And it always, it always frustrates me uh, when people talk about their old jobs. Like at the moment somebody leaves a company, if they were like there 10 years, they just start talking shit about it. It's like, I just, it was a positive experience.
1: And we used to deal with that all the time when like we'd have friends that would leave and then all you- I'd stop hanging out with them because all they'd want to do is hang out at a casino or at some bar and bitch about working there. So and job. you don't work there anymore. You're on your your new job. Bitch about that job. And right. it wasn't so bad. No. You know? Yeah, it's
0: really and weird. It's, it's fucking- you, you ate every month. Yeah. You paid your bills. There's gas in the tank. It's you know, a weird you thing. digging dishes. It's a weird thing that I think like people go through in their mid-twenties. Or, you know, when they when they go on careers. Not you guys. You guys don't have jobs. <laughs> none yeah. Of the mid, none of the mid-twenties do now. And uh, yeah, but it's a it's a weird thing where people just get like- Oddly competitive and passive aggressive about stuff, and I always hated that. Yeah, I always hated it. You know what I mean? But it's like that anywhere. You know, it's like that anywhere. You leave a job. I mean, how many people like talk like really positively about their last job? You know, I mean, it's like it's just not a normal thing. But you don't, you don't leave it when you like it, I guess. <laughs> Jeff, something's bugging the shit out of me. Blanchard is sitting over there, and I don't know why. I don't like, know why he's here either. So I, I'm just a seat filler. So what? Is, why are you sitting there though? I this got camera. an email with a calendar invite for four thirty to six thirty, and you're all I know what? is I'm here. What I, does the calendar invite say? Just sit in this seat where Patrick sat last week. All really, right, well, you're doing yes. a great job. Yeah, we'll fucking keep up the great work, dude. Thank you. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So you're 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 fitting in well. Yeah. Are you know. the last person with the inter- internet box that we're gonna hire? I hope. I hope so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we've hired all of you, have we? At this point? No, there's still. Sorry, two Sorry, Dialon. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Mike Cron, sorry, yeah, Mike. Sorry, Cron, Dylon. No, I wasn't calling anybody out. I didn't yeah. no. There's still two left. I but yeah, there. when we started, there was no, nobody was employed full time. What do you do? What does he do now, Andy? Yeah, I have no clue.
1: What do you do? He works for Trevor.
0: I work for Trevor. I make, I do some edits, and occasionally I'm on on the spot, like every three fucking weeks, and like Jeff. Yeah, build up a life experience. That' why you. Yeah, died. yeah, mm. and you know, occasional let's player too. So that's, that's about Well, it. sounds like money well spent on Yeah. it's Trevor Yeah. Is Trevor, is Trevor a good boss? Yeah, he's not bad. Not bad? Yeah, he's not bad. Go ahead. And, uh, you know, Lindsay was before don't, him, so, you know.
1: Don't be too glowing with your praise. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah you don't want to not, look like you're buttering him up for a <laughs> raise or Chill,
0: it's good. It's so like, whatever. It's good. I like Did it. Did you miss the part where Jack got fired? Did you miss that? <laughs> so I was there. It yeah, happened like that, Yeah, buddy. I know. You don't even know. I hear it's a lot easier to get fired now than it was back then, so... Hey, is your prequel stuff where you talk about the Star Wars prequels? The prequel memes? Yeah, the one through three. Is yeah. that ironic? No, I generally enjoy them. You really? I'm sorry, yeah. I, I grew up what? with them. I was, I'm, I'm You're like a, idiot. I was born in 92, 90, you know, 99, I was seven, so... It's a, it's a. good they're, point. They're not bad movies. It's a good point. They are they're not. Kids they're movies. not great Star Wars movies, but they're not bad movies. What do you mean they're not? They, they, what, do you mean? what? How can they be if they're Star Wars movies, but they're not good Star Wars? But movies, But they're not how bad movies. Like movies? there's worse movies than them. They're not bad movies. Yeah, of course, just, there are worse movies, but they're just not on par as the original trilogy. Like how? Could That's you, like
1: saying World War II wasn't a good war for Germany, but it was a good war. <laughs> it was a good yeah, war. we
0: won. It was solid. So you know, it wasn't. They're not bad movies. Three, <laughs> is, three, three is generally good, two is trash, one has moments. I, no. only, I don't recall that two and three are separate movies. It all just blends together to me. One is trash, this, two and three are, ex- are no. more no. Hayden Christensen in two is awful. Well, really?
1: yeah, did you see anybody in one? You yeah, know Jake, Jake Lloyd's Lloyd. schizophrenic? Didn't he get in jail or like in a home. Or I, some think shit? No, he's, I think he got institutionalized. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's institutionalized.
0: That's what styles will do. That's sad, you. dude. That's fucking sad. George Lucas ruined his childhood. Didn't ruin my childhood. I liked him. You know that George Lucas is on record as saying the reason why he sold to Disney was the internet. The criticism. That between the first <laughs> like bit. two sets of trilogies, that the internet came about and then he's like, oh, everyone hates my fucking movies. I thought everybody loved my movies. And he's just, and he was just like I'm I'm done with
1: this basically. So if George Lucas never read the comments, he'd still be making Star Wars. Don't read the comments. That's I'm thrilled. glad
0: he read the comments. You have to admit though that if you were a time traveler looking back or a historian looking back to the year 2002 and reading comments about Star Wars, you would assume it's the most reviled film franchise yeah. in the history of the world. For sure. Even the people who love it talk about it like it's fucking garbage. Yeah. They yeah. Get upset about everything. They're not perfect. Kyler Kylo Ren's bullshit. I just want to say. Star Killer bases bullshit. Hated that. Did you? I hated Stark You Hillary, don't like so. Kylo Ren? He's too whiny. I just can't. That's see. what Anakin should have been. Scary to me. Darth Vader's fucking scary. Darth Vader is first scary. Yeah. yeah, He's fucking scary. Kylo so. Ren was a better Anakin than Anakin was. Like Kylo Ren is what Anakin should have been. Like brooding. He's good. Yeah. You watched like the Rebel series and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've seen everything. Have I'm, you, listen, I'm listen, pretty listen, much caught up guys, on it. everything yeah. canon. Jeff, I don't even know if I want the answer to the question well, that I'm asking. <laughs> Andy, have you been to see the Emoji movie? I have not. Okay, thank God. No, I... I saw your yeah. tweet. Your tweet's been making the rounds. Fucking kid. Did you drug me to see... I had to go ten kids to this fucking emoji movie. Ten <laughs> It's awful. It's just terrible. It's so terrible. You've been, it doesn't you've look been busy since we last talked. I thought you only had two. What? <laughs> That's the extended version of my family. No! So, Jordan, my ex, yeah. we have a great co-parenting relationship, she fucking threw me under the Love bus Love death, salt of the earth, great yeah, woman. Yeah, great woman. She, uh, she was like, I was like, hey, they were going on vacation, and I was like, hey, I just like, if you guys are gonna be gone for like a week, I just wanna like, you know, I just can't get the kids like for two days this weekend, you know, I know it's like on the calendar or whatever And we go back and forth super fluid about that, and I always appreciate her for that. She fucked me over this time She didn't tell me she had fucking bought these tickets to the Emoji movie <laughs> and every other parent in there She'd agreed to do it we and pulled took them- jacked on. Dude, she like, she got all the credit for doing it. All the other parents uh, had to go to this f- see this garbage fucking movie And then she just at the last minute just pulls a fucking Houdini and gets out of it and sticks it on me I would have given all those kids whiskey. It's- do you watch Silicon Valley? Nah. One of the smartest shows on TV. Okay, it's a fucking great show, and TJ Miller. I don't want a show making me me feel stupid. No, no, it won't do that. Trust me, these are idiot. You'd like it. It's like idiot savants, nerds. You know. I saw that TJ Miller dude at a party a couple weeks ago, and he uh, he didn't look happy. He just looked like kind of a sad dude. Really?
1: Yeah, he just made
0: the emoji movie. Well, he quit fucking Silicon Valley. And in, in, in all the interviews where he's talking about quitting Silicon Valley, one of the smartest shows on TV, he's talking about he wants to do more stuff like the emoji movie and parasail into the can. film. Oh, he quit the show? Didn't
1: like take like a hiatus from it? Or no. Like, no, he quit. He like, no. I'm done? It was weird. I read some of those interviews Whoops. too. Whoops. It was weird.
0: I saw a stand up. He's also dead It was pretty good. He's a funny dude. Yeah. He's a really funny guy. I think the first time I ever saw him, he's in this uh, Nathan Barnett video, that dance video. This weird. It's a weird like connection. We talked about Nathan Barnett. It's almost like saying the the name of the devil because I think he shows up. Like we mentioned him on the podcast, and then he crashed our Pax panel in his underwear. Oh, is that that asshole with the headband? Yeah, the, the bald, the balder dude? guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't like him. He almost looks like uh like a like a like a, a goofier version of Nathan Zellner a little bit. Yeah, like if it. Nathan Zellner had a low T cell count. <laughs> it's like a combination of Nathan and the who's the dude from Trevor from uh. Uh, Grand Theft Auto.
1: What's oh it? yeah, uh, is it Trevor? What, what is his name in real life? Oh, what, the actor. I what, don't know. What's the name of
0: the character? I don't know. Trevor. I Trevor. wasn't prepared. Trevor's Trevor. Trevor. Trevor in the yeah. game. You yeah. work in the fucking video game department. They play GTA every. What are you editing over there? I don't edit. We GTA. don't that's let him that's edit. A, that's a good edit. Good, good, good. Yeah. Job. No. He I don't
1: the do the a real... lot of stuff. <laughs> not. Not. I'm not trying to say that Andy's slow, but he edits the simple stuff. Does yeah. he really? That's honestly true. I do the less screens. Yeah. Not a lot. Did put a head and a tail on it. Let's watch. That's what he's editing over there.
0: And then I watch it. Really? Yeah pretty some edits though. Yeah, but this uh so weird connection. It's weird how things come back over time. They crashed our panel in their underwear. Do you remember that? I remember that. Which I was so, there for that. Would yeah. have been totally fine, but then they were like kind of bad at it. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 They weren't, there was no give and take. They just wanted to take over our panel. It's like then we were like, just gonna kind of get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That was screw attack. Figures. Right? It's so weird how that comes back around. Those were the screw attack guys in there because he was like a screw attack guy at the time. I forgot Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, so that was like our first exposure to screw attack. Too. That's why I hate screw attack. Also, <laughs> Trevor why. is Steven Ogg. Steven out. Ogg, that's, that's his
1: same. name. Thank that's you. Good. That dude's fucking I just fucking ripped the character. So that motherfucker's blowing up. He's yeah, a he's in, he's a, he's in a walking, walking, dead. Dead. walking dead. He, he was in Better Call Saul. Yep. He's in GTA. He's in some in another big property too. Yeah, he's
0: been really blowing up ever since GTA. He's feel it's like I've never really seen an actor get like a really big break from like a video game. He's And then out. he's like oh, now he's on the map. Yeah, I'm always waiting for like Troy Baker or somebody like that to start showing up in a ton of stuff. Or Nolan North. Yeah. I've seen Nolan North being in things.
1: Or, or like or Travis Willingham. He's yeah. a good looking dude. Yep. Yep. I mean he's married. I'm not trying to fuck him or anything, but he's a good looking dude. Listen, let it all out, dude. Come on. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. You, you, I don't sure. know how happy they you are. Never know
0: you never know until you try, right? Yeah, you Gotta you go. put things out there, but I always like whenever I get out of here I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, you, All you, right. you're good. See ya <laughs> the, the, Whenever they talk about like, they're gonna make the dream, Unchar- give the shirt back to you. Don't keep that. Uncharted movie or something like that They always like they everybody goes nuts, and they're talking about like oh, Nathan Fillion should yeah. play uh, What's the name of the guy in Uncharted? Uh, Nathan Drake Nathan Drake and uh, the uh, I, always, I fucking hate that character Ashley has a, you know, in Australia, all these fucking good-looking dudes, Ashley has an ex-boyfriend who looks just like fucking Nathan Drake. Oh, really? He even wears the fucking scarf and everything.
1: Well, he must not have been so great, or he'd still have her, right? (laughs)
0: Yeah, thanks for the shot, the (laughs) arm, buddy. Or her fucking visa ran out. One of the two two things. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, whatever they, like, bring up Uncharted, and they're like, who's gonna play Nathan Drake? Ooh, it should be like, Nathan Fillion would be great. Nathan Fillion's on Twitter going, yeah, I'd love to play him. It's like, Nolan North plays that character. How about the guy that plays him? He's why you like the fucking character. Put Nolan North in it. Nolan North. The guy who should be in it. It's yeah. a proven it's a proven. It's fucking it's, works. Bl- it's nonsense nonsense. I agree Garbaggio. totally with you on that I le- By the way, I learned something we were out in uh, LA um, This week it's so weird is Los it? Angeles LA Los, Los Angeles yeah. LA right not to be confused lower Alabama That is correct. Right. Yeah. Do you really call it LA or Louisiana. Uh, Louis, no, they just they call it uh, Louisiana no I mean in, in Texas we'd call it LA because we could go and drink in Louisiana uh, because it was eighteen years old yep. drinking age there. Four. Mexico was <laughs> zero, yeah. but uh, Louisiana was eighteen. So we'd go to LA, and it was like a two hour drive to mm-hmm. go there because the same reason I drank in Louisiana. Louisiana was a, just a garbage, a garbage
1: state. It still is. <laughs> I could say it I fucking lived there for like a, two years. You lived in Louisiana? Yeah, se- seventh and eighth grade. I didn't know that. Yeah, in Covington, Louisiana, right across
0: causeway from New Orleans. Well, that's a conversation we haven't had before. You live in Louisiana? We've had that so conversation. Someone's going to probably like clip a podcast. Yeah, really, where we talk about it yeah, extensively. Yeah. About it. One thing I'm always grateful for, too, you talk about these stories is like you kind of tap out on your personal life. Uh, one thing I like about it is that occasionally and more frequently, unfortunately, is I'll retell a story that I told like four or five years ago. And before I do it, I always ask the people on the podcast, hey, have I ever talked about this before? And I was like, no, no. They don't because they don't fucking remember it and then I tell the story and then someone will put them back to back But I tell the story the exact same way and it's like I'm I, I'm glad I do that because if it was like the facts were off or something like that Then I would have a problem. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I hear you. You do the
1: same thing? I do the same thing. I yeah. also, uh, I've learned The memory's not, go- is gone. It's not, really? It's not going, it's not going well. You and so I have drinking. to, sometimes I will watch old videos So I can hear my old stories because I don't remember how to tell them now. Oh really? Like I don't remember stuff I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and I was amazed at the names I couldn't remember from people that were, like, friends of mine. And I was like, fuck. I guess I am 42 because you Are you just you're 42 now? Yeah. Gross. I know. It's the That's worst. Terrible. Don't do it. I went to a doctor uh, this week <laughs> for the first time in, like, eight years. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and uh, fucking everything works. That's good. Yeah. Like, they were, I was like, I that figured could be a I dangerous had, thing. I figured I had AIDS and cancer and, uh, you know what my, you don't I want? My liver was gone. You don't and want that, uh, antibiotic resistant gonorrhea. I don't have that. That's going on. I was 100% healthy the whole way. I was even like, if you want to do butt stuff or whatever, I'm in my 40s, like a colonoscopy or a prostate exam. Or what whatever. did he say when you said that? He was like, no, you're good. And I was like, really? I thought at like 40, I had to get a colonoscopy. He's like, didn't you have one in your 30s because you're diverticulitis? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're fine.
0: Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I had the same conversation when I turned 40 with the doctor because my mom died of colon cancer. Yeah, I remember. And so I thought, you know, I'm 40, I should get this done. He goes, yeah. no, no, even with like, you know, family history, 45 is when you want to do it. I go, yeah, but I'm just like, I think like it should get done. It's just like, I, I want to be like ahead of the curve on something like this, you know, if I have to deal with it. And he's like, no, you're good. And I said, I really think I have it. Then I realized I'm like, he's getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to convince this guy to like, stick shit up something my butt. In me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, thanks for making. Me feel like a shithead. I will say the doctor went to town on my
1: balls <laughs> for a while, an uncomfortable amount, and I was like, "Why?" He was looking for uh, fun, he said. Like, no, he was looking for uh, what is it? Hernias, I guess. What? He was like holding well, my testicular balls, testicular cancers. You're 20, them and coughing, and then there was a. It was it was a little
0: long. Where on the, the ball fuck did you work. find this doctor? Tinder? Is that how you met him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I "Any Tinder for medical professionals. He said he was a licensed dickologist. So, so what was the, did you go? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline.
1: Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. Like anticipating that. I want to say something, too because you've you've recently entered a period of sobriety. Is it fair to say this is a lifelong endeavor for you? I hope so. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the plan. I, I would like to think so. Yeah, see it's interesting because having known you for now 20 20ish years 23 yeah. years. Yeah, uh, I've li- 1998. I've lived in, in Austin. I've lived in Austin for 25 fucking years I That's realized that when I moved to, to LA this year. It's like I moved here in 1990 27 years dude So I'm gonna show you a picture you guys don't get to see it's so
1: fuck off uh, <laughs> It's dick <laughs> here's here. So I I, I quit Field. drinking uh, for a myriad of reasons right uh, and then I went to the doctor I wanted to wait a while till I Shit got out of my system and like my body regulated before I went to the doctor to make sure I w- my liver didn't fall out or anything It's like and cramming, by the way cramming for a test and then the doctors like your livers awesome Really? Like you have the liver of a man who drank much less than you which in my head? I'm like I should start drinking again then Gus yeah. went through the same thing Yeah, and then the dead so this was two days ago the day that happened this kid sent me a uh, an email wanting me to do something Uh that sounded weird. Uh, it was like, it was not p- pornography or pedophilia or anything. It was, it was something work-related. Nobody went there. But he was like, we met, and here's, I have proof. I Here's a photo of you and I meeting. And it was the day I thought, maybe I'll start drinking again. And I saw that photo. Wow, that's crazy. It doesn't even look like you. Yeah. And like, it doesn't I'm even look like you in my memory.
0: That bloated, swollen mess. And I thought, oh, no, no, I'm, ne- I'm never going to drink again. You know, it's funny, because the only... The only indication I had of that, because if you see somebody every day, it's like you don't really think about yeah. it. And like, we don't, we actually don't see each other every day, but we cross paths on a regular basis. It's, it's something that I think is, people don't realize about Rooster Teeth. Maybe the new
1: audience, not as much because they haven't been with us this whole time, but people that have been around a long time, there's still the idea that you and Matt and Joel and Gus and I all work together. And I could go weeks without seeing any of you. And that would be... Not necessary, right? Yeah. I mean, it no, I mean, mean we, we like do different things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I I, I go, I maybe talk to Matt once every three weeks, you know? I talk to Matt every day. Dude, And I, busy. Talk to, I, talk and to, and I don't want to
0: bug him. Gus, like, once a week on the podcast. Probably see Gus the most, but just because we use the same bathroom.
1: Yeah? Not I'm not even making a joke. It's just that we both use the same bathroom, so I'll run into him in the hallway sometimes. But,
0: uh, Does he, like, you don't go out after hours and hang out with him? With Gus? I know he just doesn't. He do doesn't it. do that with anybody. No, he won't do it. Have you said this is this is a big one? I went point to dinner with you
1: last two weeks ago
0: with uh, Pond Seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we went out for we went out for drinks like what like four months ago, five months ago, six months ago. We went out for drinks. Yeah, about
1: four five months ago. That's
0: not gonna happen anymore, I guess. If you're not drinking, I'll go watch you drink. Don't.
1: Yeah, they got diet coke
0: everywhere. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna be one of those people. Like Gus and I had
1: that friend, I was telling the story that yeah. Gus and I had that friend who quit drinking, who needed to quit drinking because he had like 112 DUIs. And I ran into him one time and he was like, he was like, hey, you still drinking? And I was like, yeah, are you still not drinking? He's like, oh yeah, I'm happiest I've ever been. I don't miss it at all. And I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to lead with, but sure. Yeah. And he goes, uh, what, what, are you, what are you drinking? And I go, I don't know, whatever. And he's like, what was the last time you drank? And I thought he was like intervention type thing. Yeah. And I go, I, was uh, preaching at you. I drank last night. And he goes, what'd you have? And I go, oh boy. Bit of vodka tonics and he goes, hmm, did you put lemon or lime in that? And I was like, oh, this is porn to him. Wow. And I was like, like lime. And yeah. he's like, what brand? And I was like, I don't know, Tito's. And he's like, oh, yeah, Tito's. And I was like, all right,
0: get out of this conversation. I'm not going to be that person. I I'm never, not going to be the person who's who, like, I go to bars all the time. I Listen, I think if I think if my friends have a problem, I'm pretty straightforward. And I will talk to people about stuff. Sure. I really will. And I don't, I never thought of you as having like a drinking problem. You, I thought you had an identity built around drinking, but it was never a point in time where I thought it, Jeff's drinking is out of control or anything like it that. It got away from me at the end. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I did a
1: very good job of not, I think I did it. You always probably think you do a better job than you do. And sure, I mean, it's but. It's a function of you and I not seeing each other that much, but. It got away from me the last couple months to Th- the point where I realized it was an issue, and then, so I stopped. And now, and it, and I, I, think, I guess I did because I had to, but it was pretty fucking easy to stop. So I don't know. You just had to, I just had to make up my mind to quit, yeah, and then I quit, that? and then I just did it.
0: When, so how long has been? Uh, Five months. Five months. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time.
1: I used to count the days, but I ran, I, I, it it got to the point where I realized I was counting the days just to count the days to like say a number. And the number didn't really mean anything, like 109 days or whatever, and I
0: just, I just decided to drop that. Yeah. But I was in, yeah, about five months. Well, I want to be clear too, it's like, not everybody can do that. And I lost 36 pounds doing it. Yeah, you don't look like that photo, that's for sure. I remember there, I remember when I thought about it, I noticed it, was, uh, we were, we were looking at a video of someone we've known for years. And you referred to them as all bloated and crazy, and I and I I laughed and I was like, yeah, you know, he's he's in pretty bad shape. And then I looked at you and I thought, God, Jeff's looking a little like, a little bloated. Yeah, he's, yeah. Looking a, he's looking a little, you, know, uh, you when know. Gus. I had a moment where Gus looked better than me. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> don't
1: do it. Yeah, that's terrible. Fuck me. Yeah, that was rough. So I
0: fixed it. <laughs> you can't you can't live with that. And now he looks like shit and I look fine. Well, like my I don't. Like, I wouldn't use the word addicted for you, but okay. I, but addict, addiction is something that I've come up against in my life. Like, I have family members that that uh, have been addicted to alcohol, I feel, and I've watched how it affects their lives. And But I'm also like, I have a weird guilt associated with it because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have that. Like, I'll drink a beer here on the podcast um, and or like I'll get I'll get fucking hammered. But then I won't go back and drink the next day. In fact, I, I probably won't. I can't make myself do that. And I won't drink for like a month or anything like that. And yeah. I have like one drinking session a year pretty much. And I'm always just like horrified by it afterwards. I just, I like stuff to excess.
1: No matter what it is. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I know. Candy or video games or beer or all in. whatever. All in. Yeah. And so like I don't have any desire to drink that beer right now. So, it's not hard not to drink it. It's not hard to be next to it. But if I drank that one beer, I would have to drink the next 15 beers. Yeah. Just once you start, I just can't. It's like opening up a box of like Laffy Taffy. It's the whole box is going to get eaten.
0: No, no. I'm not, yeah. If, if I open a box like of cereal, you and Newtons. I like, go straight to the bottom of a box of cereal. Yeah. I'll go all the way through it. So, it's, it's better done. just not to open the box. Said, better not. Exactly. So, I tell it to Ashley. It's like, I will. I can make the best decisions in the world in the grocery store or look, like, when I'm ordering food, mm-hmm. I, have to, well, I only have to go, I want the salad. I'll have to do that. Once for five seconds and then I'm stuck with a fucking salad. If I put it in my house, like she'll get like a jug of candy and she'll eat a piece of candy out of it or something or a thing of cookies. She'll eat one of them out every fucking three weeks. And I'm like, if that's in the house, I'm going to eat it in 10 minutes. Period. If it's sitting there, I'm just going to like grab one at a time slowly over the course of a day. Yeah. Same. I, I've
1: I've moved to like snacking because you gotta snack. So I just buy nectarines because I like nectarines and they're like thirty calories of nectarine. Yeah. And I know I can't eat one. I'm gonna eat like four. And by the time you've ingested four <laughs> nectarines, you're fucking full and you're like, oh <laughs> 120 <laughs> calories.
0: <laughs> I don't know, it's just what I eat. Nectarines and plums. So and now I you're like, like candy. Now you're like you have so much time in the day that somebody I've heard you say a couple different times.
1: Oh. So what do you do? There are so many hours in the day yeah. that there weren't that di- weren't before. Um, I read a lot. You know, uh, it was nice because uh, I having an a, 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 an all in personality. Now I just read for three or four hours a day. Dude. I do an uh, to an unhealthy amount, but there's no such thing as unhealthy reading. So uh, I read a shitload. Actually, I play a lot of Rainbow thing.
0: Six. She probably reads a book a week. Yeah, I read a, a book to three weeks. You week. play Rainbow Six Siege? Mm-hmm. Are you not playing Battlegrounds? We talk about Battlegrounds mm-hmm. way too much on the. Not I don't play PC games. Oh, really? I don't all, even that's all own I do.
1: a PC. At home, and I don't own a. I have an old Mac desktop that I don't. That just collects dust. Like I don't. I, I'm actually at a point. I was talking about this somebody the other day. I'm like, I need a lap. I need a a computer ten percent of the time, maybe. Really? Yeah, I could just get by with the recording? IPhone. Well, I mean, for yeah, at work you need as a tool, but yeah. in my personal life, I don't. I I have
0: my I have my laptop because I have my laptop. I don't need right. it. I but- do almost. Everything on my phone. I noticed also that you have made a huge departure from social media, which I totally get. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat, you know. A Twitter I like because it's writing, you know what I mean? Mm. And honestly, it's probably like, I probably shouldn't do it because it scratches that itch of writing. And if I didn't do it, I probably would be like writing a lot more every day. It feels like work to me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And I kind of like, I guess maybe peel back the curtain a little bit,
1: but like, I, uh, I, I, I've learned because we produce so much content at such a high rate, you know, we're literally talking about 10 to 20 hours a week of unedited con- recording through Let's Plays or podcasts or whatever, at least in, in, for Achievement Hunter, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that I save everything for that. If When I leave here, I don't talk. I go and I sit and I read or I, I don't even go out. I'm kind of a hermit. I don't go out with people a lot. I will go out to like I went out the other night with Sugar Pine because I wanted to talk about the, some stuff with them and they were in town. But that was, I go to the movies by myself a lot now. Um, I just, with the exception of my daughter, like my daughter's been out of town all summer. Yeah. With the exception of my kids. Kids make it totally different too, yeah. I don't, I really, I'm just quiet. I live a very quiet life because I I know I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to talk for six
0: straight hours. And I just like, you just like save all the energy for that. It's so funny, though, the way you're describing it is exactly, we're both Howard Stern fans. So yeah. He says the same thing. It's a you, lot like that. He would yeah. say we go stare at a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he would do, He would just go see. He, at he the wall. like he
1: leaves the show and he goes and
0: he takes a nap and then he gets up
1: and he listens to anything people want to say to him and then he goes home and he watches T V and goes to bed and it's it's very quiet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's very similar.
1: Yeah. Very, very similar.
0: What do you think about th- we haven't talked about that? What do you think about Stern doing like America's Got Talent and all that stuff?
1: I think that that dude desperately wanted to be a game show host his entire, I mean, I've been listening since 1996, and it's been a common thread the entire time, and that was his attempt and chance at doing that, and uh, I think he enjoyed it as much as he can allow himself to enjoy anything for about a year, and then he obligated himself to doing it for longer, and then eventually he allowed
0: himself to quit. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he was probably pretty miserable for the majority of the time he did it.
0: Man, that game, I want to come back Ricky around. he scratched that itch. The game show thing. Would you ever do anything like that game show? Well, like a like a Drew Carey Price is Right type thing? Well, we just went out to L.A., and I, I wanted to actually talk about Twitter for a second more, but we went out to L.A., and, the, and when I was out there, uh, it it came up that the last taping of At Midnight was, go, was happening, 600 episodes in, in mm-hmm. four years. But before I talk about that, I do want to talk about uh, Twitter since we were on that topic. Uh, you one of your guys Larry had a hugely viral tweet. Mm-hmm. and I had a viral. Yeah sh- why, why shifty Larry? What is that <laughs> everybody's gotta have a nickname? they, they gotta have I them- didn't name them the nicknames, but I was I, I was looking because I had a viral tweet uh, Last week about the emoji movie yeah. went nuts went everywhere and it's like people are keep linking it back to me And then I looked I thought what is this fucking analytics? I want to see analytics on Twitter and I looked at it and the tweet was seen by 2 million people it was retweeted Something like eighteen thousand times. I think Larry's just retweeted four hundred fifty thousand. He's talking about his Trump thing. His Trump thing. Yeah. yeah. So my tweet was like like fifteen thousand times it was retweeted. Um, like something like thirty thousand people clicked on my profile. You can. These are all standard things that shows you. Down, 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 down. Number of people that followed me because of the of the tweet. Eighteen people. Yeah. It's like if you have something that gets. 45,000, 50,000 likes, that's impossible. Yeah. Two million people watch it. It's like, you can't build anything on Twitter. So it's just like, it's, it, it was proven there's just noise. And I asked Larry, I said, can you send me uh, that same page to me from your thing? Because his thing was way bigger. His total impressions on that Trump tweet were 35,753,000. Uh, 30, th- think about that for a second. That is 10% of America. That's a good point yeah like 10, more than
1: ten percent of our country. it's like twelve and a half percent of America and he had uh seven
0: hundred and eighty five thousand people clicked on the details of the tweet the the tweet uh five hundred and forty five thousand people tweeted or clicked on his profile and went to his profile from it he got four hundred and five thousand retweets on it hundred and fifty seven thousand likes he got a hundred and thirty followers from that isn't that insane? It's like I. Th- it just goes to me. It shows everyone thinks viral is so important. It's not all important. It's not. It I, I totally agree all. with you. And also, like I,
1: I just funny you. I, you bring that up because I just read yesterday that uh, Twitter lost users month over month for Isn't that the first crazy? time. Yeah. In uh, I don't know. I don't know how long. I didn't read that part of the article, but uh, they went from this is just in U.S. So I don't know what their global uh, active user base is, but their active user base went from seventy million to sixty eight million. Month over month, from I think June to July, yeah. or July to August. I think June to July. What month is this now? This is July. Oh, okay, we're not. Uh, yeah, June to July. Yeah, and uh, which is crazy to me that a social platform as big as Twitter can lose. The, it's an appreciable amount. Yeah, two million people. But also, like you talk about this, thirty-five million people saw it, mm-hmm. and there's sixty-eight million users in America. So, like, I mean, obviously it was seen by more than people, more countries than America. But that's half of the Twitter population in America. It's pretty nuts. It's fucking nuts. And you got 115 or 150 followers from it? Yeah, 130. Yeah, social media is stupid. 130. That being said, I
0: love when brand deals. No, but I I do think one of the things that's good about it is (laughs) I, I think there's a pivot and a lot of people are doing it where they use social media to have actual like, physical meetings with people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, business, things like that. People build relationships, stuff like that. And I think that's... I'm glad to see people pivoting back to that as opposed to just, like, trying to, like, have so many subscribers or followers and, and on Instagram yeah. or that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. I'm glad it's looping back around.
1: It's, it it amazes me how much self-worth people derive from those numbers, too. That Dude! Me- that <laughs> measuring
0: stick. Or the flip side of that, where they just feel bad about themselves or something like yeah. that, yeah. It's, it's, people it's, get so wrapped up in it. And it's crazy to me for people who don't, like, Do this, like, I mean, I have friends, I'm sure you have friends in your personal life that don't, like, they don't have any social media stuff at all. They Facebook. I do have a lot of friends that have, or not even that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, then they see this and they see the big numbers or they have a, you know, a totally normal amount of Twitter followers. And then it like changes my relation with them. It's like, this is just just so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. It's just a place to make like one-liner jokes is all it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which And now uh, midnight's gone, so. Twitter's a little bit stupider, even you know. Um, well, you have to see the last episode, but um, Chris had a, you know, well, uh, see the last episode. I don't sure. know that dude. He's a. Uh, I met him like once in the office. He seems like a nice guy. Sober fourteen years, Jeff.
1: Yeah, Bruce was telling me when I was on tour. Bruce was. I t- I had quit pretty recently, and Bruce was telling me that like Hardwick had a. I think a much. I don't know his personal story, but it sounded like he had a real problem with drinking yeah. and uh, like talked about how, how much happier the guy is. And he was like, you should talk to him sometime because he'll tell you how much better life is without alcohol if you ever, like, get that moment where you,
0: you feel like you need to go back, which I haven't yet. But, you know. Yeah, like literally like one of the nicest guys ever you know it's yeah. it's it can sometimes be frustrating cuz there's people you meet and you're like this person legitimately could be an asshole and that would be totally normal and mm-hmm. then they're not they're you know they're just super nice and he is like the epitome of that and i also think too it's like you know i i he should be like a beacon of hope for people who struggle with addiction because he's pretty open about the fact that he stopped drinking 14 years ago and you can do the same thing you look at pictures of like you know uh, chris hardwick you know drunk You know, or something like that you see pictures of what, you know, what he looked like back then looks entirely different than he does now. 14 years later, you know, he looks like a million bucks, has a show on NBC and everything else. Look at fucking Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, man. But that guy's frozen in time now because he's healthy. Yeah. He's in his 50s and he's fucking Iron Man. It's weird, right? annoying. Yeah. Yeah. He also got like, I think like $250,000 because nobody wanted to employ him for the first Iron Man. Even though John Favreau was like, this is brilliant, that he's, you know, he's a brilliant choice for it. He had like next to nothing, but then that opened the door to the fact that they had to renegotiate a contract with him. And he's like, I want a 40% of yeah, every yeah. Avengers movie from now on. Yeah. It's also the reason why Iron Man appears in every fucking movie they make from the Marvel franchise. Did you, uh, did you like Spider-Man? I did. I did. I feel like there's a caveat. No, I did. I, I, feel, like there's, I feel like you're going to say you didn't. I, I thought, thought it was, that was phenomenal. I thought Tom Holland was the best Spider-Man I've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was the first time. I didn't realize
1: that they'd never hit the tone perfectly until I saw that movie. You know what it was to me? It's a kid's it's movie. The difference
0: between Spider-Man and Spidey. And he's yeah, Spidey. He's Spidey. You're yep. right. Yeah, that's he's, a, good, that's he's, a good way to The wise, cracking, you know, jumping around. It's. It's. I really liked it a lot. I yeah, thought it totally Tonally, that movie was perfect. I'm always amazed, though, that, like... The villains, they, like, draw out. Because Spider-Man, in particular, is some of the worst fucking villains. Because like, it's all from the 50s and 60s. Like, Mephisto. He, he's not, like, Iron Man bad, but he's pretty bad. Well, I, Iron Man suffers from the problem that a lot of Marvel stuff does, which is, like, here's the hero. Let's just make the evil version of the hero. That's yeah. it. You know? It's like yeah. Ant-Man, you know? We were talking about a guy last week on the podcast. Uh, and he, he does these great, like, uh, short little videos about, like, JRPGs and stuff. And it's, like, even he was calling that out of, like, the... Marvel videos. You watch like or...
1: a dude that makes JRPG videos? No,
0: no, it's really, you gotta see it, you gotta see it. It's been, it's been too long since we've hung out. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you'll changed. see this guy. I'll show you the video. You'll All fucking right. laugh. You'll fucking laugh about it. But we went down to this thing. I wanna, I wanna, uh, Ellie, I wanna yell at you for a second. Not yell at you, I wanna have a, I wanna have an employee, uh, review discussion.
3: Oh, what? Live?
0: So, part- You're British?
3: Huh?
0: <laughs> so part of the problem with the whole Jack thing, which we talked about earlier, this is a phenomenon that we've noticed at Rooster Teeth, which is like, we all had slash job titles. Yes. Then we hire someone to do something specific, like just that thing, like social media with Barbara, for instance, they immediately make it worse. Like there's some calamity that happens as soon as we put that person in that it's position. True. I love Barbara, salt of the earth. You're gonna, you're gonna, th- look at this face she's making at me. I'm
3: oh, like, what is What What is the relation to that? What have well, I so
0: never miss planes ever. So oh. the first time I get an assistant that we travel together, she, she missed a plane because she had to check a bank. Wasn't that the
3: first time? It wasn't the first time we traveled together. The second time, second time,
0: and she missed the plane. <laughs> I had to leave her in LAX. Had that moment where she wasn't going to make the flight because she had to check her bag and she was past time. And I'm just standing there with my carry on, and I'm like,
3: "You were like, well, well <laughs> I'm executive platinum, and I need to go, so I'll see you in Austin." How? F-
0: <laughs> how dare you? That is
3: exactly what you said. I said I'm going to see my kids. I can't miss
0: my flight because I'm going to see the kids. I say ex- "I bet." It, I bet the executive platinum came out. I'm it like, did. Gavin, how dare you? It did. How dare you? It did. All right, posh, posh, Hold I was on like, a second.
3: Fair. So then she books- I have fucked up and I shall stay.
0: Also got fired from her last job. Dude, did you? She worked at a coffee
3: shop. I tried to quit and I was very graciously fired is what happened. And I didn't really realize until I got home.
0: I can't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, I gave in my two weeks and they were like, you know what, you can just leave. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you.
0: <laughs> You'll appreciate this. We told the story on the podcast last week, but she had to do these, like, they give her it was a, one of these artisanal coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And so she had to taste all the the blends, like the Ethiopian blend. Yeah. And then she had to fill out a form like, oh, it has notes of whatever, whatever. So bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. So she wrote every time coffee on here, <laughs> all the forms, like she's like, "Tastes like coffee, yeah. undertones of coffee, and that was it. So they're like, get the fuck out of here. They didn't like it. So she came to work here. And then starts missing plates. So you booked this, she booked this, I don't even know what it was. We were staying at like an, like, it was like Bob Newhart's Inn. But like a modern (laughs) hipster version of that. It was just, it was a, wasn't even a hotel, it was just a house. We had a code to unlock the door, then you were in a common area. What was it called?
3: It was called Noon on Sunset Hill.
0: Noon on Sunset, yeah. That sounds like trash. (laughs) Wow. You should see like the alley. How much was it a night?
3: Like a hundred and seventy?
0: Oh, yeah. In
1: L.A.? Yeah. In LA. That's like a, that's like, that's a, uh, what do they call those things?
0: Uh, oh, Hostel,
1: yeah. yeah. No, yeah.
3: it was, it was. It-
0: that's exactly what kind of stuff she likes booking too. It's no, crazy. It's fucking- yes. this is
3: so unfair. I sent this to you and was like, "Does how does this look? This looks all right. And you said, yeah, that looks great.
0: Pictures are always deceiving. Like when you look at real estate, Jeff was going to buy a house in a place called Marfa. Remember? And I was like, he, saw, he said, this house looks amazing, and it was like dirt cheap. It did look amazing. It looked amazing, and I thought, I'm gonna help him out. So I went to Google Maps and did a street view of it, and it was like a junkyard. Turned the corner, and there was a junkyard <laughs> and a trailer park. And he was like, you know, like Jeff said, he goes all in on stuff. So you, I think you were ready to pull the trigger. Yeah, you I spent like three hours on it. That's so I was ready to buy it. Oh. Deal of a lifetime. And then this fucking place, it's so fucking hot now. I don't know what's going on. Even LA's hot. They had the thermostat for this hostile little that was really h- hubble house that locked in a little box. You could see it, and they had set it to 78 degrees. So I was like, I'm not fucking going back to this place ever. It was in this clear
3: years. box that so you could see through, and like the buttons you would have to press, but there was no way that y- you tried, though. You had like, you got coffee sticks, and you were I got trying, a
2: little swizzle
1: stick. Try and he's trying to, to like, shimmy it. it. What yeah. is it with the. the it's, uh Al Gore, Al Gore's global warming, right? Yeah, what about it? <laughs> it? I was in like I was I was just in Oregon because that's where the family is. Oh yeah, so I've sure. been going to Oregon every weekend for the past five weeks. Oh, have something. you really? It's like yeah. 105 degrees there. It was 107 degrees last Wednesday. Wow, dude. It was 96 degrees here. Yeah, that's it was that's fucked up. 107 degrees in fucking Oregon. Where can you go? I mean, I what do you do? Valbard, Norway.
0: Yeah, right. It's the only place you can go. I was talking with. Uh, we went out. I went to go shoot a video with Hannah Hart. And we were talking about, do you just want to like buy land in the Yukon? Like, I'm sure people are way ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. It's like, are you gonna and also it's like if we buy land in the only livable place in the world, when that goes wrong, you're not gonna go, excuse me, I live here. Yeah, this is my I own you'll this just, land, stay away. You'll be Di- bullet food. Yeah, dying people. Yeah. But uh this so because she works in a coffee shop, Ellie always gets like the most pretentious coffee, which I appreciate because it's good. It's you always do. good coffee. But she went into a place this morning before oh we my left gosh. from LA. Uh, we I was in LA. This oh, morning. you were in LA. This I woke morning. up this morning. Yeah, you took the like the, uh, like the, the eight AM flight or whatever. Yep, yep. No, that last, game. The like two hours. Yeah, I want to tell you about the guy and the the flight attendant was having a bad day. <sighs> tell about people who hate their jobs, but what was the comment the guy said to you?
3: It was like six in the morning, and so I wasn't prepared. And he was like, "I uh, I really like the interpretation of your outfit." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "It's like a commentary on denim."
0: That's this guy had like, he had e- keys for earrings.
3: <laughs> he had house keys as earrings. And like, I like I the interpretation like, of your outfit. It's I was like holding a these two, two denim. coffees and just turned around and was like, what just, what? I think he expected me to be like, Oh yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. Trying to
0: Americanize her. You should be like, fuck off. <laughs> Call the cops on the guy. The interpretation of your outfit. It's a
3: commentary on Denim.
0: All right. That was it. So I'd
1: say
3: I overall, like, like how's the coffee, C plus
0: on the trip, <laughs> C plus, I would
1: say. If it makes you feel any better, uh, I was the first person to book travel at Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. and I got fired from booking travel because I booked Gus and Bernie into apparently like a cracked oh, in. Oh, that is true, <laughs> it was
0: like Sarajevo. Yeah, we in
1: t- Toronto, maybe, yeah. or Vancouver. So that's they, my They floor. came back all pissed off.
3: That's my flaw.
1: But I was told keep it cheap, so I kept it cheap. It was, I, uh, was,
3: I was told to keep it like bougie and interesting. So that's bougie, what I went for. I ever used the word bougie? It's, it Is sounds that?
1: like Bernie. Yeah. Uh, I'd like you to book a place
0: in LA and I'd like it to be bougie and or interesting. It's one of my filters yeah. on Airbnb. <laughs> I want bougie. Yeah. <laughs> overall, <laughs> overall, pretty good. Yeah. We need to go to the last taping of At Midnight, though, which was cool because who was on it? Uh Colton, Hannah, Grace Helbig, uh um, Colton Dunn. Yeah, Colton Dunn. Uh he's been on a bunch. He had one of the best jokes tonight. I'll let you watch the episode though. I keep forgetting it's like it hasn't aired yet. Uh bop, bop, bop. uh Tom Holland not Tom Holland. Um What's his name? The guy from uh, Reno 911. He's one of the producers of it. Oh, uh, it Tom, Thomas, uh... I got Tom Holland, I like got Spider-Man on the brain. Tom, uh, yeah, I, I could've told you uh, otherwise. I know, right? Uh, Thomas about. Lennon. There you go, that's him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like a bunch of other people. Emo he seems F- like a guy I would like. I Emo would like, Phillips. he seems like a cool guy. I don't want to ruin Emo this. Phillips? I feel like I'm giving away stuff. Like, Weird Al, comedian Emo Phillips? Yeah. There was Weird. just, so, like, there was people, it was the end, so a lot of people came out for it. Um, And then the audience was all, like, friends and family as well. Weird Al, huh? Yeah.
1: I found myself at a party not so long ago, and he was there. And I found out I don't have anything to say to Weird Al. <laughs> I saw him, and I thought, "Oh, I should not let him be." I got, I got nothing. He seems like a nice guy, yeah. but I got me like, "Ah." Okay,
0: G- Gavin, I did a sports. You're you, and with I, him. yeah, yeah. I remember because Gavin, nice. didn't, Gavin didn't know who he was. Is that true? Yeah. Didn't didn't take a selfie. Gavin. Yeah, sure. Still took the fucking selfie. Yeah, fucking Gavin, and his Facebook account. I heard you're famous. Can I have a photo with you? <laughs> <laughs> to make my friends back home jealous. Hey, uh, so, good. It was okay.
3: It was great. Yeah, it was okay. Apart from the clap. What's that? That guy's clap next to me.
0: Oh, uh, She sat next to somebody who had, like, a sonic boom of a clap.
1: Every so,
3: single time it went through, like, through my one ear and out the other, and it was really, re- very I bet
0: you were super British and polite about it, though.
3: I didn't say anything. Mm. Yeah. There I was just, like, internally, like, why?
0: <laughs> she, she crosses over. She's, like, a little bit bulldogish, but then also will be, like, like, Super British and like proper and won't say anything like people trying to cut in front of us in line today She mm. was giving them the side eye But yeah. then when she's on the phone with somebody and they tell her like we had a dinner uh, for RTX and they try to cancel the day of
3: Yeah, well, then and they told me that it was for the next day They booked it for so the wrong day she's And fucking so hammered on them. They called me on the day It was and was like just everything's set for your dinner tomorrow And I was like I beg your pardon and then I like went through and sent them every email that they'd sent to me And I was like that will. is rough. They were like, oh, I'm sorry, but we've like we've booked it out for someone else And I was like, that's not my problem
0: Damn. Did you, was that the tone you used, too? <laughs> yeah. We, uh, discover, we discovered what the most British phrase of all time is. Like when someone says, uh, I'll try to fix this for you. And the response is, yes, I suppose you better had. Because
3: <laughs> so, I think you better had. The,
0: the English accent goes a long way. Okay. Thank, thank you, Ellie. You're welcome. British. Totally British. I don't think I've ever spoken to her before. Always, always was. Yeah. It could be just a big ruse. She's probably from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, just doesn't it's tell us thing. that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, so the the trip out there was fun. You know, it was, um... You got just for At The Midnight or you do other stuff? No, I was, like, had some meetings and stuff, and then Hannah wanted to shoot a video, and then, um, when we were shooting a video together, um, I noticed, like, the lights were out in her studio, so then I came back the next day and changed all her light bulbs out, because <laughs> she's short. And, uh, then from there, it was, like, learned that the At Midnight screening was that night, and, like, just Do you
1: texted. find, when you go out to L.A. for meetings, because I do the same quite a bit, that on the way home, you're like, oh, I probably could have just FaceTimed that one. I got on a plane, though.
0: No. My problem was I moved out to L.A. I was there for two months. Oh, yeah. and You were, like, I, downtown, right? Yeah, I thought, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm going to really focus on, like, writing. I'll be by myself and all this stuff. And I'm I'm really going to do this. And I had some projects I was working on, like, that are more business-related. But, man, I, I just, like, it, I couldn't get anything done because I I didn't realize I'd built up this backlog of professional meetings and and, like, personal meetups that, like, just had a backlog built up. For the first two weeks, it was, like... Breakfast, lunch, drinks, dinner, yeah, done. And it's just like, I gained 10 pounds going out to LA for two months. Uh, You were well. Thanks, buddy. And uh, yeah, it just kept me busy the whole time. So I was like, fuck this, I gotta get out of here.
1: So I was actually having a conversation with Harley, uh, Morgenstein, Morgenstein. Morgenstein, yeah, yeah. I don't say his last name. Harley of Epic Mealtime. Yeah, and last year sometime, like we were at an event together, and we were talking, he lives in, he moved back to Canada. From LA, I don't know if he's still in Canada, but this is last. This is last year's news, and uh, and I was asking. him, I was like, why, why, why did you leave LA? You were there for a while, right? He's like, I was there for three years, and I was like, well, why did you decide to leave? And he goes, I, just, I wanted to get work done. Yeah, he was like, I want to make content.
0: He's like, you just can't do it there. Nope. Yeah. Also, it's like I I like it, you know, but I like the people. I don't like the place. Like, I tu- I turn around. I really like LA, but then it's like it's just like. This last time we were there was, like, fucking muggy, dude. It was so, like, sweaty and just, like... I can take it or leave it. It's whatever.
1: It is what it is, right? It's, like, there's douchey restaurants there. There's douchey restaurants here. There's interpretive coffee there. There's interpretive coffee (laughs) everywhere.
0: (laughs) There's a a barista who tells you. The best thing about
1: L.A. is that it's a direct flight and it's two and a half hours. Yeah. That is the best thing I can say about L.A. is it's easy to get in and out of.
0: I get why people live there. I mean, I get why we didn't for years, you know, but it's, like, it is super easy to get up, you know, opportunities and, like... Yeah, a lot of stuff that gets done uh in the entertainment industry doesn't happen in a conference room. Sure. You know, or you're not interviewing for a position, you know what I mean? Even auditions, it's like a lot of that stuff you just like you you meet people. The problem with that is I find is that when you want to have a normal social interaction, there are people who are never off the clock. They're yeah. always working, you know what I mean? And uh, it's like, I would say that's the whole fucking city. It it's not, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah no. I get that impression a lot. Yeah. It it does kind of it does kind of wear you down a little bit. Get, I like having an assistant. You had an assistant long before I did. So I remember I talked to you and said, Was well, this a good idea to get an assistant? So, but you have a personal, like, I don't know, is this, is assistant the right word? Nanny the right word? I don't
1: know. It's like family, family fixer. There you person. go. Person. Yeah. Like general. Yeah. You're talking about Chelsea. Yeah. She, she makes the world a, a better place for sure. I don't feel like. The chairs like, are terrible. It makes me look, I, I'm not fat. You're feel not. Like it makes me look, it look fat. You look great, dude. super skinny. It do great.
0: what's going on here. You wanna go back to the off-topic set? Would that make you feel more comfortable? Yeah, I feel better sitting in a bar, not drinking. So what is the deal? So you've been making fun of me for having a vlog. <laughs> every, every time I've seen you just about, sure. you made fun of me for having a vlog. I'm gonna make fun of you for everything. You have, you have an unboxing show now. Okay. Always an unboxing show. And I should've seen it coming because you guys posted that you had a PO box. And I go, I know where this is going. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be accepting uh, gifts, and they're gonna be unboxing. Uh, so yeah. how long before you have private chats for like $2.99 a minute where you're topless? Is that coming? And Jeremy's, I think Jeremy's already doing Is that. Is he doing it? Yeah. Is that what they do on Twitch?
1: Yeah, he's a, he, if you go to baldfucks.com
0: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> You get the first 15 minutes for free, if you just enter in keyword, uh, Rich Teeth. Um, it's true, I guess, I mean, it certainly wasn't conceived as that, but uh, uh, that's just kind of what it's turned into because people send so much stuff. It's been great, though, uh, because, A, everybody likes to open up presents. But, B, it's like, like, here, you just open up it and it's like, here's a bounce castle. It's like, oh, great. That's three videos we can make out of that. got a fucking bounce that, castle? T- you haven't been in our office lately, have you?
0: No. <laughs> yeah. I, I poked my head in today. Yeah. We have a bounce castle? Yeah. Oh, That's fucking bad. Is it It must be huge. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> it's
1: not super huge. It's big enough. Wow, that's it's not as big as you're thinking. I just poked in and said, hey, hit again. I don't want to spoil I don't want to spoil anything. So but I'll tell you about it later. I don't want to spoil anything on air. But uh no, it's been great for content because like, yeah, you just get like here's a grenade launcher for uh, airsoft and you're like, oh fuck, I can I blow up a pumpkin one. with that or whatever. You know? And then suddenly you have content that you wouldn't have had because somebody on the somebody in Wisconsin is super creative and funny and thought to send you,
0: you know. Uh, Call it crowdsourcing. Crowd, there you go. Crowdsourcing yeah. comedy. That's the uh, new modern, new media term for that. Crowdsourcing. Sure. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up here in just a second. If I'm, I'm on Twitter, if you guys are on the uh, hashtag RT podcast, and you have any questions for Jeff, I, they know everything about you. I, they, they have they, to. At this it's, point? Uh, how
1: would they have questions
0: for me? What else do you want to cover? What do, do, we, need, when, the, do ba- we need? The question is, when are you going to be on the podcast again? It was today. That's it. Yeah, I'll see you in uh, six more years. Jack just has to get fired every nine <laughs> years, and then Jeff will come <laughs> on. That had nothing to do with it. Really on, it really didn't. It was weird timing. It was weird timing. It felt like Trump, like, you know, you Fucking cause a, cause a shitstorm, Some gets set up, then you cause a shitstorm, and then, you know, have to rectify it.
1: I'm not going to get super political, because uh, I don't want to make the audience happy. The audience loves when I get political. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Wall Street Journal reported today that uh, Mueller has uh, impaneled a grand jury. No shit hmm really that doesn't mean anything other than they can subpoena documents phone records financial records those kinds of things and you can't serve an indictment without a grand jury and also doesn't mean grand jury doesn't mean indictment but there's no indictment
0: without a grand jury so, and he can always pardon himself right Can always pardon himself like researching that and pardon himself yeah. interesting times though is it gonna be like this forever <sighs> yeah. like let's say let's say yeah. trump doesn't get reelected he will but let's say he doesn't. He's, he's, they, 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 people should,
1: before you go any further, ab, understand absolutely that none of this means Trump is out of the White House. No way. Trump is our president for the next three years, three and a half years, yeah. and then he will get reelected. He will. It is eight years. There's nothing. There's no, there's no, if. I don't want to speculate on what it would take. All the hot takes on Twitter won't matter. Nothing is going to matter. The nope. man is going to be president for eight years. Yep. That's all there is to it. Just resign yourself
0: to it and accept it. And this is what politics in America looks like now. For better
1: yep. or worse, worse,
0: worse. But even like, even after that, let's say like the most like, it swings back the other way. Yeah. Ultra liberal uh, president. He th- That person is going to be just constantly attacked the entire time mm-hmm. they're in office as well.
1: Right? No, it's, 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 this is, this is what discourse looks like now. For the foreseeable
0: future. What do you think it is? Do you think it's social media that's doing uh-huh. that? Yeah. I think it is too.
1: I do. I do. I think it's it's like it's unfortunately Andy Warhol's vision realized uh to the nth degree. Yeah. It's it's just like it's the thing that makes us it's the thing that makes the ability for us to have the career that we have, right? Right. Is that we were we were able to have a platform we recognized it very early on. We were very fortunate, but I think also forward thinking enough to, to, to latch on and to realize that we could create our own platform and get it, in, get it to eyeballs in a way that was never possible before without right. going through traditional media. And uh, the thing that, is that enabled us to do that enables everybody in the world yeah. to have a voice for worse. For and better just, and for worse. And but, they have
0: to cut through the noise. And the only they, they have to cut, cut through, through the a noise... tremendous
1: amount of white noise. Mm-hmm. And the only way to cut through noise is to be sensational and seek negative attention. That's right. And
0: that's where we are. Even if it's negative and it attention works. Like, that you agree with, you know, like you're politically aligned with those people. They still have to go to extremes in order to get noticed. It's yeah, true. It's, it's, it's a shame and it works. And
1: I don't know how a, an entire society course corrects for that. I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, th- I think this is just, I really don't know what it would take. To, uh, aside from, sadly, some sort of a terrible tragedy that would, uh, or, or catastrophe, I don't know how you, I don't know how you pull back from where we are. Yeah. The world is a very small place. It's, you can touch anybody in the world via the internet at any time. And you can, it, it's, there's no filter. And
0: it's, this is, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only gonna get, it's only gonna amp up. And if you you start using it at such an early age, one of the things that I'm, I'm so happy about is my kids are like it's almost like a religious family where the one generation is super religious, so the the, the next generation is not at all. Mm-hmm. Or politically that you know, they tend to go back and forth. It's because social media is such an important part of the Ashley and Bernie layer that the kids are just like not the only thing to do with it. My family is not like that. Yeah, well, I mean, you never know, right? It's like I'm, I appreciate the fact that they're like flipped the other way. But also, it's like it's important that they know how to use it as well. Well, you don't want to – it's important they know how to use it because they don't want to be
1: so out of touch that they can't adapt to the changing climate and the yeah. way the world works. But it is great that you, that they're not obsessed with it because it's, it's unhealthy.
0: No, I I think it is. I I think it is. And it's one of the, going back to the addiction talk, it's like, man, if I like, I wouldn't want to see how many times I check my phone in a day. I just wouldn't want to see it because I just do it without thinking.
1: I didn't have my phone today for two and a half hours because I had to get my screen fixed. So I dropped it off and I had to race back to film a video. And then I had like a lunch meeting and then I had to race over to get it. And I was fucking lost for two and a half hours without my phone. I just felt so out of, like, I didn't know how to contact people. I thought, what if I'm late for this meeting? Right. How will I let them know? I can't, like, I didn't, I needed to meet up with Lewis, and I didn't know how to contact him. So I had to ask Trevor to contact him for me to let him know I was coming. It's like, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really weird. And it's one of those things where. You feel it every second that you don't have it, but then you also get used to not having it when you don't. Like, I had to give up my phone for a month. I, yeah, I remember when Amazing you were on race. the Amazing Race. I and mean, it was just like, after a while, I just I didn't think about it. And when I got it back, I was like, all right, I'm going to be way more measured about how much I use this I thing. use a little bit. Nah, Bullshit. Man, right so that's pituit. how I am. Yeah. It's almost like it's like the human brain designs something that works exactly, rewards itself. So it's like, it's this thing. It's constantly just like picking up information, little, little like dopamine hits constantly all mm-hmm. the time, you know? It is. That's yeah. why I just, I can't. I, I, yeah, I just I have no time for social media because I just I
1: can't I don't want to get sucked into it Yeah, I, don't, I it just it's it's it becomes so all-encompassing. I
0: just and I, I know me I just I would I would it would be it would not be good as long as you also don't consider YouTube or video content to be social media Which it's um, it's on the fringe right? It's on the
1: fringe yeah. But I'm I mean that I'm generating content that I'm getting paid to make and that I and, and it is a part of my career You're fucking And sell. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I am such a sellout. Too- I'm th- and happy to be so uh, <laughs> And then like I treat comments uh I I and I and I I would I I think all people should treat them this way, content producers. Like it's good to go in and look at the comments. Uh as soon as you put a video out to make sure that there's nothing technically wrong, you get a a good snapshot, everyone go in on every once in a while to get a snapshot of like what the general tone is without going too deep into it. You look at likes and dislikes, you look at views. People vote with their eyeballs and, right. and you don't go much deeper than that.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean there's some stuff too. It's like we we could talk about this. Uh, on the post show, cause we have to do a post show. Sorry. Oh yeah. That's it's like 10, 15 minutes. But, uh, I was gonna talk to you about like the structure of our channels and everything like that. It's like, it, there's, there's some things I like, but it's, it, yeah, it really is mainly come down to that. Like, do people watch or don't? Like a lot of times in the podcast, like, Oh, I like the, I like the cast when they change it up and the comments are dominated by that. But it's like, those have less views. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, that's, the, there are some metrics that like, uh, supersede other ones, you know? Yeah,
1: for sure. And it's like, and people, people get upset about it, but like, this week, Gavin, I mentioned that Gavin and Jack filmed an episode of Hunt, which is a show we made four I, I, or five years I ago. I read this on the yeah. subreddit. And yeah. people were super excited about it. And eight people were super excited about it. And they're like, <laughs> yes, the return of Hunt. I've been missing this forever. This is great. I hope I, can't, I hope they keep making it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, we're not gonna keep making it because that video is gonna come out. Prove me wrong, it's gonna get 140 to 180,000 views. Right. And 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 we're just, it's we're not gonna make it because the amount of effort that goes into continuing to make it. For so that the audience for the majority of the audience doesn't want to watch it. It just doesn't make sense Yeah, from a business standpoint, but also from a pleasing the uh, the most amount of people that we can sense like people think it's all business but it's also like we're trying to make people happy here and people vote with with their views and I I get that constantly like oh, why did you stop making go? Why did you stop making hunt? Why did you stop making X show It's because people stopped watching it and we're making we're in the business of making content for people to watch it money aside I want every video I make to get a million views. Yeah.
0: No, I totally agree. You know,
1: like that's the goal because that means a million people or 500,000 people watched it twice, a million people watched it once, whatever. They, it was, it resonated enough that it resonated with those people to that degree. And that's a, that's the best metric for me to determine what people want to watch is what they watch.
0: And it's weird because I'll, let's say save some of this for the post show, okay, but the sure. way we measure things as well, that came up on the subreddit. People were wondering, do they measure our response? It's like there's no real way to measure. Right? No. But uh, we can talk a little bit about the way that we, that we measure uh, stuff with like YouTube views and then average views and stuff like that. And then, you know, something that I just stay conscious of is like I also don't want to make stuff – I don't want to make stuff that, that contrib- contributes to the noise floor. You know yeah. what I mean? I just want to make stuff that's compelling, that's interesting, you know, and it's like, you just want to make something just because, uh, you know, a handful of people want to watch it. In fact, there was a point in time where it's like, actually, we never talk, we never say the word canceled, really. Like, stuff goes away, but doesn't come we back. We don't cancel stuff. And the main reason I don't use the word canceled ever is because I think it sticks to a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I so I avoid doing that. And when we changed my vlog to a different day and the fucking views they went down to like a hundred thousand I was like oh it's gone Can't. and I was gonna say finally I can say a show got cancelled cause I'm cancelling my own show and I'm not worried about how that impacts me I'm like I wanna cancel it but then the uh, Evan came up to me and said I know you wanna I know you wanna like just cancel it and cut it but uh it's like you're get to look at these metrics. And the metrics was he knew exactly what to show me. He showed me that it was the oldest show on the program – on the channel. Like it was by far the oldest audience watching hmm. it. And I was like, that's – yeah, that's a reason to keep it around. That kind yeah. of – but we'll talk about more about that stuff okay, in the post show. Okay, let's do it. Because we – the Lord knows we talk about it a ton. Anything else you want to cover in here? No. I was going to uh. you about my flight attendant who hated his job. He was miserable today. That sucks. You remember when we went to Delaware Subs like a billion years ago and we got a guy who was just having the worst the, day ever? The guy, the, the, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. And I I, I said like, we were getting cheesesteaks because they make good cheesesteaks. They do make good cheesesteaks. I forget what it was, but it was something it was along the, the lines of, do you want uh, mushrooms and peppers and onions on your thing? I said, yes. And then I go, oh, no, wait, no peppers, just mushrooms and onions. And he just goes, <sighs> I mean, it was that fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 it yeah. wasn't like he yeah, made yeah. the sandwich. He goes, I can <gasps> see him doing it. And he had to walk. Remember, he walked in a circle and uh, then came back to the counter. I'm like, this guy fucking hates his job. Yeah, he's having a day. And yeah. that's the kind of thing. It's like, that's the guy, like, the manager should go. Look, dude, don't work here anymore. Yeah. You fucking hate this job. It's like, it's, yeah. You're, you're you're making your life miserable. I had a flight attendant like that today. You could tell he was like, he was very nice on ed, every individual thing, but he was pissed off the whole time. And like the capper was, he was giving the, uh, hey, we're making our final descent to Austin. You know, put away your tray tables and your large electronics, et cetera. And as soon as he start talk, it's hot. So it's fucking massive turbulence and everything's like, like I grab my drink and do it. And I look at him and he just goes like this. He just goes with the little intercom thing. He goes, oh. And I thought, dude, it's fucking turbulence. It's like, this guy was on edge. Like, I actually, I Jeff, you might appreciate this. I almost asked the guy out for drinks. Like, hey, <laughs> did, did you just want to, like, you want to go out and get a drink? Because I know you're, like, landing in Austin. It's like, yeah. just like, I, I know Blow you. Blow some steam yeah, off. Yeah, or... I know you don't know me or anything, but let's go out and fucking talk it out. He just seemed like, he seemed like he was on edge. That sucks. Uh, but I never get the cool flight attendants who, like, piss on the drink cart or, like, pop the emergency slide. <laughs> yeah. I just get the guy who's pissy in the yeah, background. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, that does it. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for this uh, second one-on-one podcast. Thanks to Jeff Ramsey. Who's next week? Uh, What's that? Next week, what are we going to do? I'm trying to think of someone who's been on the podcast longer than you, and I can't think of anybody. We're going to have Genghis Khan on next week or something like that. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, and thank you to our sponsors. Nobody. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Day six.